Hello, hello. Happy New Year. So today I want to talk to you about something extremely important that I want you to implement in the next 30 seconds. So like after you hear this podcast episode, after we go over the material today, I want you to really take this action. Okay, so this is about job searching, which you already get from the title. And I really think that sometimes we listen to podcast episodes, we listen to a YouTube video, we um, you know read something, and then it's really about that action that you take after that will uh, make it or break it. That 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 will that will bring that change that you need. So this is about uh, job searching, and I think this is uh, advice that I'm going to cover here that is especially relevant for those who are still in school like college, undergrad, whatever, or grad school, like in a PhD program, master's program, whatever. And so so when you're in school, what happens is people know that school will end at some point, right? I mean, for a PhD program, that can feel like it'll never end, but still, like your advisors, your professors, your colleagues, there is an expectation that, yes, of course, you know, she's going to look for a job because... Um, you're in school. So like you're, you're expected to look for a job, even if it doesn't feel like that sometimes. I know it certainly felt like in my PhD program where I didn't really have the time, it seemed like, to find a job. But it's extremely reasonable for students to be job hunting. Like even if you're not done done, right? Like even if you're a semester or two away from graduating, or even if you're like a couple of years away from graduating from your program, you it still makes complete sense to... Um, you know, prepare yourself for job searching. And what we cover here in this podcast episode is exactly about that. It's a preparation for job searching, which will start your job search um, process. But it's not necessarily like you're not, you know, this process will help you to get a job um, and will start the process. But that doesn't mean that you have to start that job like tomorrow, right? It just gives you more options and you can uh, see see what's out there. You, you're making yourself available to the job market uh, by following the steps that I'm going to cover here. And that process can really, really start while you're still in school. So don't wait until the last minute where you're, you know, working on your senior thesis as well as job searching. You know, that's too much pressure. That's, uh, that's going to be a really toxic kind of um, environment for you. Um, so if you, you know, if you can... Of course, you know, if you're already there and this is what you need to do, then of course, at any point you can implement this advice. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to say that even if you're a sophomore in college, if you're, you know, in year one of your master's program, if you're in your year three of your PhD program, it doesn't matter. You can really start to implement this advice. So it's especially, especially um, relevant for students who are still in school, still in grad school. The other thing, the really good thing about this advice uh, and, and how it relates to students is that because you're expected to look for jobs, this advice is readily implementable. And that's not necessarily of, uh, you know, always the case with certain people who are who are already in jobs. Uh, sometimes people who already have jobs, their job searches might have to be a bit more nuanced because they might not want their current job, their current employer to know that they are job searching, you know. So like it can be a little bit more tricky. 
I'm not saying that for those people who already have jobs that this advice is going to be completely worthless to you. I think you can still totally implement a lot of these. Um, I, I would just say that, uh, you know, it, it, it can be a little trickier. And, and I want to encourage students uh, who are on the other side, who it, from whom it is completely expected that they will look for jobs, that they will get a job at some point, uh, that you should feel totally encouraged because you actually have this type of thing in your face. It's not that it's a bad thing for you to be looking for jobs because you already have a job. You don't already have a job. You're in school. So completely take advantage of that fact. But, you know, so first for those of you who are in jobs right now and don't want it to be known that, you know, you're job searching, it may be a bit trickier. But even for you guys, I really think that you can um, do a lot of these incremental changes that we're going to talk about without hurting anything and also increasing your chances of being found uh, by potential other jobs and employers many fold. And, you know, it's January. Let's just go for it. Like, you know, this year, the this new year, I've got some changes for you that you really start to need, <laughs> start to make. Um, and that will, and that will uh, really help. So for example, like, let's just take my example. Uh, I'm already in the defense industry. So I ha- I graduated from Ohio State with my PhD in physics. And then my first job out of grad school was a job in the defense industry. And after that, I am I continued to another job, which I totally got by leveraging my first job. Um, and I'm actually in the government now. So I'm a government employee in the Department of the Air Force. And uh, so overall, I'm in the defense industry. So, you know, once you're already in the in your industry of, of whatever kind, like for me, it's defense industry, it could be something else for you, like IT, I don't know, machine learning, algorithm, algorithms de- development, um, data science, whatever, whatever the industry is, once you're kind of already doing that and you want a different position, in your same industry or um, you want to, you know, even if you want to switch industries, there's always things that you can kind of leverage from your current industry and your current skills and experience that you can kind of (laughs) spin to make yourself really attractive for the next industry where you want to go. But that's, you know, that's, we'll cover that in a different episode. But for for here, what I wanted to say was that, um, like, I get approached all the time, um, and I know enough people whom I can reach out to if I really wanted to change my job. So, so there, so there's more things I can kind of do, um, than relying on, for example, what we're talking about in this episode, which is LinkedIn profile. So yeah, sorry, I didn't say that yet, but basically what we're doing here is we're going to talk about some changes that you can make right now to your LinkedIn profile to make yourself more, uh, search, results friendly and this is this way recruiters will actually be hounding you down rather than you have to go nuts uh trying to look for a job like you are looking for a job but you're increasing your chances of being found by jobs and by recruiters uh by doing the steps that I talk about here but see for someone like me so if you look at my linkedin profile you might find that some of the things that I cover in this podcast episode you might not you might find that I'm not following all of those in my linkedin profile and I wanted to clarify why that is the the thing with me is the LinkedIn profile, I take my LinkedIn profile extremely seriously as well. Um, and I am open 
to, uh, you know, following some of my own advice on my own LinkedIn profile. However, it's not necessarily the end all be all of my job searching. Um, plus, I'm very happy in my current role. So like, it's really different for, for from from where you're currently, you know, actively looking for a job, you're a student who wants to get a job and, 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 and figure out the job market versus when you're kind of in a stable job and you want to stay there. And like I said, there are a little bit more nuances when you already have a job. There might be some sensitivities that you have to keep in mind uh, because you don't want your current job to feel threatened that you're leaving. So there's there's just some more nuances uh, <laughs> for when you already have a job. Um, but but so I, I, I am sensitive to that and I, I do keep that in mind for someone like me and for those listeners on here who already have a job. Um, but but just please recognize the main point of this episode, this content is that please recognize that LinkedIn is an incredible tool for you if you are new to job searching. If you're not new to job searching, you have plenty of other things. Um, the best thing is, you know, your network, your current job, you can leverage that to the death. You really, really can leverage any experience you have in any industry to get any job to get your next opportunity and to basically through your experience, the, the people that you've met, the people that the people, you know, those people that who they know can really, really, really help you to find your next opportunity. So you've got all of that, right? But say you have none of that, you have LinkedIn, it's freaking free and you have to use it. Okay. And this is what we're going to talk about now. So what I mainly talk about, and this is especially important for all the ladies in my audience. I know most of you are women. And uh, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're not uh, for the men too, this is of course applicable, but I really, really want to stress ladies that this is advice that you can really implement now in the new year. So just go for it. And and today, what we're going to talk about is changing your profile picture on LinkedIn and your LinkedIn headline. Okay, so I actually just posted about this on LinkedIn. Uh, so today is what? Today is January 8th. So if you follow me on LinkedIn, if you don't, go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn because a lot of the stuff, you you can see examples you know, of my profile or something. Um, and, and that might help too. Cause, and just reading the post I just posted on there might also help because some of the things it's easier to see than to hear. Um, but either way, you know, following the, getting an account on LinkedIn is free. Following me on LinkedIn is completely free. So do those things because like I said, this will instantly increase your chances of being found by recruiters, by jobs on LinkedIn search results rather than you have to send out applications. So you want to get to that point where, of course, you can apply to jobs all you want, right? But there's always more leverage when the job approaches you first. And oftentimes, like, this is really common. Like, I get messages on LinkedIn all the time. I get emailed all the time. And people who start to have job experiences, if you talk to them, you'll you'll hear them say the same thing. Like, it's really not that uncommon to be approached by headhunters, to be approached by recruiters, by companies for a job rather than you apply, right? Like it, it might be kind of strange when you're still in school or your early career and you and that's not happened yet to you, but it's really common. And and what we talk about here is about increasing those chances of being found rather than you running after jobs. Okay. So let's get into it. So first things first, this is what you got to do. Get someone to take a headshot of you. So like a 
picture of you, a headshot. So you want to be able to see your face, um, your shoulders up to like maybe halfway down your chest. So that's like a headshot. So mainly it's your face and up to, you know, shoulders a little bit down. So that's called a headshot. And you want to get someone to take this headshot of you in the outdoors. So outside, not indoors, not in your office, not in your home, not in, I don't know, not in a dark space. Like you really, really, really want to get someone to take a headshot of you in the outdoors against a natural background with natural lighting. Okay, those are all very important. Um, (laughs) This has really worked for me and other people that I've helped out with this. So please just, you know, do it. Um, and, and, and I'm telling you, it will help you. So a lot of people, I see a lot of the pictures are, are kind of like, you know, dark, you can't see their faces very well. And just being kind of, just being outside gives you that, um, like you're a person of this world in the nature kind of feel like you're not just an office person. You're not just a boring person who is indoors all the time. There's just this feel about it. That's great. And also the picture quality, the, you know, how, how well you can see your face and your features, those types of things. It's just much more fresh when you're outdoors and natural lighting, natural background. It really, really helps. Please, please, please do this Um, and look professional yet approachable. So you don't want to be like looking so perfect that no one can approach you, but also look professional. And you can check out my profile picture. I will say that it is not a headshot that someone else took of me. It's actually a selfie. And this is my next thing, which is that sometimes when I give people this type of advice, like do this, do that, or you hear advice, you're like, oh shit, I have to do this. I have to follow this advice to the T. I have to do everything perfectly. If I can't get a professional photographer to take a picture of me professionally, headshot and everything, I can't upload that to LinkedIn. And that's not true. Follow you know, look at what I did. I'm not even following my full advice. I took a selfie of myself. I look pretty professional in it. I follow the part where it's outdoors. I follow the part where it's uh, natural background, natural lighting, but it's a selfie. It's not someone else taking a headshot of me. Someone else taking a headshot of me would be more ideal, but am I going to wait for that? to then upload a picture, an updated picture of myself onto LinkedIn. No, I'm going to just do what best I can right now. And that will yield its results. And incremental progress is still progress. So ladies, please keep in mind that incremental progress is, is fine. And you're encouraged to do that. So please, you know, if you can't get someone to take a headshot of you, in the outdoors against a natural background with natural lighting, take a freaking selfie and, and do that and upload that for now. And then if you can find a friend or a neighbor or anybody to take a picture of you, you know, I understand not everything will line up. Like maybe it's a great day to take a, take a picture, but you don't have nobody to help you to take that picture, you know? So I get it. I get it. Don't, um, don't think that I don't get you just, uh, do your best. Okay. Next change your LinkedIn headline to something like, and this is where (laughs) it would be really good if you actually saw my post because it's kind of hard to say this. But basically what you want to do is you want to have multiple entries describing you or describing what you want in your LinkedIn headline. So what I do, what I would recommend, and this is something I've learned from other people too, is that you want to have some format, which is basically like entry one, space, a bar, you know, the vertical bar on your keyboard uh, on a Mac, which I'm looking at a Mac right now. Uh, I have a MacBook Air. If you go to the very right of your keyboard 
and it's under the delete button you can see there is a like a vertical bar and a slash so i'm talking about that vertical bar instead of the slash basically what i want you to do is utilize your linkedin headline i, I believe it's i think i can't remember exactly how many character it is characters it is is allowed on there but it's not it's a it's actually a lot more than most people will use i think it's 300 characters you know correct me if i'm wrong but like basically you want to utilize that entire space to your advantage and how like because instead of putting just your job title and that's it because that would be like one entry you're putting multiple entries and you're separating each entry with a vertical bar okay so the entry values can be stuff like and and for this please look at my headline on my linkedin which is why it would be great if you follow me um on linkedin you can see so i've got in my LinkedIn headline. And I'm not saying that this is exactly what you should do because remember, I'm not looking for a job. You're looking for a job. So right now, the way I have my headline is not going to necessarily be exactly what you want, but I'm just giving you an example, okay? So the what, what I have is, let me see, one, two, three, four. I have four entries in my headline. The first entry is physics PhD. So boom, I'm telling people that I have a PhD and it's in physics, right? So... I, I don't take up too much space. I don't take up too much characters. I just say physics PhD. Then I have a separator. Then I say my current role. And I say it's it's research physicist at Department of the Air Force. Boom. I'm telling people, okay, I'm a research physicist. That's my title. It's also a cool sounding title. And, you know, it helps me because it, it, I'm a technical person. And it kind of showcases that, I think, that title. And also I'm, I'm you know, government employee in the air force so i'm kind of showing that off I, well, why not <laughs> i'm pretty proud of it if i were to try to change jobs i might not keep exactly that entry but we'll talk about that in a minute then i put as my third entry best-selling author now because content and books and blogging and all of this is so important to me i want to you know it's part of my um like my online profile and everything. That's why I have that on there. Again, this would be kind of different for you. I think if you are looking for a job and want to leverage the space for um, purely looking for a job, but I'm just giving you an example and also what I have on there. And my last entry is content creator, which again, pushes that fact that, you know, I make content and, and I use LinkedIn actually as a platform for um, showcasing my content and for publishing my content. So that's why I have these. But this gives you an idea that you can actually have, first of all, multiple entries talking about yourself, talking about what you want to do in your LinkedIn headline. And if you look at my LinkedIn, you're going to see that instead of that vertical bar, I actually use emojis to separate my entries. If you want to be more fun like that, you can also use uh, emojis. You don't have to use that vertical bar, um, but it's up to you. The most important thing though, the most important thing here is keywords. What you're trying to do with these entries is about keywords. You want to put as much keywords for the industry and the job that you want to be at next in order to increase your chances of being found on search results on LinkedIn. So when you put stuff in your headline, and if you do it right, it can actually help recruiters and employers find you, like people that don't know you, the people who are not connected to you or anything. But if you have this information available publicly on your headline, 
this will come up and help search results to find you. Okay, so like, for example, if you want to get into machine learning, you should put machine learning expert or machine learning enthusiast, whatever, in your entry as one of your entries. Okay, and then people who are looking for machine learning people can find you because you have that entry on your headline. So don't just, please don't just put, in fact, if you have your current job title on there or some kind of something about your job on there, that's honestly might not help you to find your next job. You want to put stuff which has to do with keywords that would be relevant to the type of job or to the type of industry that you want to go to next. Okay. And I would say the last entry, it's very important what the last entry has to be. Um, put something in the last entry. Like I put content creator because that's like extra information about me that would not be necessarily known. So what do you want to do? The last entry should be something that humanizes you or gives even more extra information about you that normally wouldn't be known. It could be travel enthusiast, T capital, E capital, you know, and has nothing to do with your job. So, so, so something like that, like it could be something about, uh, I don't know, soccer enthusiast. It could be cat mom. It could be blogger. It could be, I don't even know. Like it's, it's something about you that you want uh, to put there, which rings true with you, but, and, but also it just makes you, um, you know, it could be foodie. I don't know. It could be, um, something fun, basically, like you don't want everything to be just work, 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 right? On your LinkedIn profile, like people, the LinkedIn profile is basically like your first intro these days for jobs and people who are trying to recruit you. So you want to give them that first impression as a human being. And that last entry on your headline is, is, uh, can do that for you. So again, um, what I have on there is serving my purposes. What you should have on there should serve your purposes. And if that purpose is to find a new job, then yeah, definitely put something fun about you on there so that, you know, the rest of your LinkedIn profile might be about your work and, and your skills and your expertise and what you can do. Um, but also something fun and humanizing about you would be helpful. Okay. And can also make you stand out. That's the other thing. Other people might not have that. And uh, those candidates might just be less likable than you. And being likable is like extremely important when you try to find a job. Okay. So, so again, use the entries in your headline to make yourself more searchable on LinkedIn. Leverage that space to put in keywords important to your industry or area of work. For example, like machine learning expert so that the keywords help you to show up on search results. Do not just put your current title or job there. Think keywords. And next, the next thing is where it gets even more interesting. So say you are, you know, in Columbus, Ohio, because you go to Ohio State, but you actually want to relocate. You don't want to, uh, you're not necessarily bound to where you are right now uh, and you want to move, right? Now, just imagine this, right? A lot of people are on the job market, but a lot of them are not going to be open to moving. So you can leverage things like this in your favor, by simply, you know, letting it be known that you are actually open to relocate. Maybe you even want to relocate, would love to relocate, right? Or maybe you are um, 
wanting to work remote. So like, believe it or not, there are people who don't want to work remote and like, you know, so basically like things that you can do again, which would help you to show up on search results more efficiently and, and give you more exposure on LinkedIn to recruiters would be something like this. So you can literally use one of your entries in your headline to put something like open to relocate, O capital R capital. Okay. And, uh, then that tells that person who is, you know, looking for candidates who are open to relocate right away. It just, it says upfront that you are open to relocate and it helps the right people to find you on those search results. It can really go a long way to make you more searchable, to show you to the right people. Because, you know, if people are searching for candidates and they don't like you're not showing up, then then that's not helping you, right? So like just as you're doing work to get a new job, there are people who are doing the work to find candidates. And so the whole point here is to match you, the candidate, to those jobs that are looking for you, right? So again, remote with our, our capital, that could be something that you can also put on that headline as one of the entries. Um, and, and that will, you know, go a long way to uh, help you be more searchable. The next thing is, if you have a security clearance and looking for a job in the defense industry, please make sure to put active security clearance, A capital, S capital, C capital, as one of your entries, right? Like you want to let people know that you have an active security clearance and it's not even about what people who visit your profile know. It's about, again, those search results. Like when people are searching for candidates who have a security clearance, if your headline says that you have a security clearance, that will match you with those recruiters. Like the, the keywords security clearance are, is going to help you to be found on their search results. So please make that a, an entry. So like, I don't have that right now on one of, on, on my headline. It is not one of my entries, but if I were to really get, you know, really try to get another job, I probably would, you know, like, in the defense industry, having a security clearance is extremely important, if not essential. So like if you're trying to uh, change jobs and you already have one, you have to put that as one of your entries. Um, now, if you're trying to get into the defen- defense industry, you're not yet in the defense industry. So you're like a student or something or some other industry and you're trying to get into the defense industry, here's what you got to do. If you're a U.S. citizen, you are eligible for security clearance. Um, You know, of course, there might be other factors, but like the basic, basic requirement for a security clearance is generally that you have to be a U.S. citizen. So what you can put, again, to help you with those search results and having the right keywords in your headline is since you don't already have a security clearance, you can't put active security clearance as one of your entries in the headline. What you instead can do is security clearance eligible. S capital, C capital, E capital. So put that, put those three words, security clearance eligible as one of your entries in your headline, in your LinkedIn headline, right? And that will help lots and lots because it'll tell people that, hey, this one's a US citizen. This one, you know, they think that they're eligible for a security clearance and they won't care. Like they will still do They'll, they'll still have to put you in for a clearance and, you, you know, you still have to go through a pro, through the process, but you're just saying that you're open to jobs that uh, need a security clearance by, by putting this, right? And if you're a U.S. citizen and, and you meet that basic requirement, then you are 
eligible. So instead of, you know, instead of putting U.S. citizen, I would really put security clearance eligible as one of your entries. And that will help to match you up with those types of recruiters who are trying to find uh, people who are either cleared or who are eligible to be cleared. Because honestly, sometimes it, it can be hard to get a person who has a clearance and already had a job to move from their current job because they are happy in their current job. So like, it's equally exciting for recruiters to find people who don't have a job in the defense industry yet, but who would be eligible to uh, get a clearance because you're just, you know, one investigation away from having a clearance at that point. And so it's not going to stop you from anything like they they're not going to no no you know, no one can stop them from like at least giving you a chance, interviewing you, and if you are a good fit, uh, putting, you, putting you in for a clearance. So please, make one of your entries security clearance eligible, okay? Um, and, and that's going to really help. I can, I can tell you that. Like, you know, um, it's, 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 really, it's really about the, the type of things that you do that... Um, that make yourself be found. And I've done this for myself. I've done this for other friends and it really, really helps them. Like people who were getting no leads, who were getting no bites about job, uh, jobs, they're all, uh, getting, you know, getting approached. Like they're not even applying. They're not even running after companies. Companies are running after them. They're getting approached by recruiters and, um, that you know those recruiters are wanting to set up phone calls with them they're wanting to set up phone screens and interviews with them so like just by doing simple changes like this which takes like 30 seconds or less you can in, you know enormously help yourself and help your chances to uh, get found by recruiters where you're not even applying for the job they are coming to you so and another thing is you can always send me your LinkedIn profile so just message me on LinkedIn forward me your LinkedIn profile and ask me to take a look at it personally and I can give you more comments and changes that you can make right and we can iterate indefinitely so don't feel shy you can you can dm me on linkedin or you can comment under my post on linkedin and send me your profile and i'll give you comments because there's always like it's always individual too like when i look at people's profiles i'm like yeah you can change this and this and this and it's it's really simple it's really fast i can give them all this um all these changes that they can make that instantly helps them to be more searchable and you know this is how you can go get that high paying job and it's like you're really just like, you know, you're almost there just by doing a few of these things, like changing the headline and changing the profile picture can really help you. And it's, this is actionable advice that I really want you to act on right now in the next 30 seconds. Um, and you'll see that, you know, incremental progress, like I was saying, it's still progress. Don't wait for things to be perfect before you start implementing changes. If recruiters are not hounding you right this moment that means that you can make changes in the next 30 seconds to improve your chances of being found or showing up on search results so like just do it okay just do it i'm gonna beat you like freaking do it because like say your you know profile picture you you think that's okay i'll do that tomorrow fine do the headline change right now please just Okay, I want this podcast episode about me saying all this and also about you doing something. So I'm going to wait. I'm going I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna to stick around. I'm watching you. Go to LinkedIn. 
Go to LinkedIn, go to my profile, linkedin.com slash in slash Oindri Banerjee. Follow me, you know, send me a DM if you want. And then if you don't have an account, get yourself an account first and then start making changes to your LinkedIn headline right now. It's very simple. It's simply changing the words uh, that describe your LinkedIn headline. So that's like a very fast change. And I want you to please make that right now. Okay, good luck. Okay, I'm watching. (laughs) All right, good luck.